0: Mansell with HJJ Sports, and today we're going to go over our new sights within the Tetra line for 2022. So, new for 2022, we actually came out with a new way to mount your scope housing to the Infinite Adjust bracket. No longer do you have to worry about your vertical adjustments uh, intertwining with the second axis adjustments. So, as you'll see on the scope housing. Uh, there's actually an additional brick. You can either mount that to the inside of the riser or to the outside of the riser. We recommend that for most traditional bows, you mount that to the inside of the riser and for any sort of sight that you're gonna mount in line with the bow to use the outside, just flip that around um, and mount it to the outside of the riser. So within each of the product categories, we have the Tetra Max, the Tetra, and then the Tetra LT. As always, our Tetra line of sights come in four different scope housing size options, an inch and three-eighths, an inch and five-eighths, an inch and three-quarters, and then also our four-pin housing, which is an inch and three-quarters. We also offer a 10,000th pin and a thousandths pin for both single-pin and four-pin options. On the Tetra itself, we once again have micro adjustments as well as your macro gain adjustments for left and right. For your vertical adjustments on your tetra bow sight you'll want to use the screw right here on the infinite adjust rail and the screw below that you'll just loosen those and slide it up and down another key feature on the 2022 tetra bow sight is the integrated scope ring that has a built-in level another key feature on the 2022 tetra bow sight is the ability to take a 2500 blue burst light this is an added on accessory but you can actually put that on there to add light to your pin or to reduce light. With that, we also have mechanical rheostat, which is an exclusive feature to HHA on the Tetra line. You'll be able to turn in the rheostat if you want to dim the light, and then you'll also be able to turn it out if you want to let more light in. Also on our 2022 Tetra line, both sides, the Tetra comes in either a fixed frame, our Hunter edition frame, or it comes on a four to eight inch adjustable dovetail. All HGA products are 100% made and sourced in the USA, and they carry 100% lifetime warranty. For any more questions, please visit our website at www.hjsports.com.
1: We're at the BATA show at uh, Veteran Innovative Products, uh, an all-American made and manufactured broadhead. So we've got a new one for 2020 called the Combat Veteran Four-Blade. As you can see, four blades got a lot of the same high-quality materials we used with our original two-blade Veteran, but the Combat Veteran has a different deployment system. How it deploys is you just squeeze a little bit on your main blades.
2: folks thank you again for tuning into another episode of bucks of america podcast the cooking edition i'm your host jeff vance and i have uh, david merrill on the line here with uh, Bo spider he's got a delicious five minute recipe i'm gonna let him take over
3: so this is it's a it's a two-part or you could even make it a three-part and this is probably one of my favorites so you start with a uh, smoked salmon get you a half pound or a pound and it's best to uh, procure your own salmon and smoke it you know, and you can, there's various smoked salmon recipes. I use a, uh, sauce and a honey for my brine and you can look it up, but gallon of apple juice, a uh, couple cups of honey, some white sugar and some water and salt. And I salt it to taste, brine it 24 hours, smoke it till it's firm. Right. But you can, any smoked salmon will work. So take a half a pound or a pound of smoked salmon and mix it with either one block or two blocks of cream cheese. You can cut up some onions and, and other things, but if you just want to do just smoked salmon and cream cheese, put the salmon in a bowl, skin's gone, cream cheese in a bowl, room temperature, take a fork and just swirl it until you've got it evenly mixed, put it back in the fridge. Uh-huh. That's the that's the appetizer with the crackers, Ritz crackers specifically, right? Okay, so makes sense. 50% smoked salmon, 50% cream cheese, mix it in a bowl, put it back in the fridge to chill it and eat it with crackers. You can add onions and and, uh, chives and stuff to it, or you can leave it plain. But I like it just salmon and cream cheese. Now, while that's cooling, take a tenderloin or a backstrap, preferably a tenderloin. Now, if you have an antelope, I like backstrap, but if it's elk or something larger, tenderloins are perfect. Slice it down the middle, but not all the way through. About three quarters of the way through, and you kind of butterfly it open. Take cream cheese and jalapenos and oh. stuff it in there, and sprinkle just a little bit of High Mountain seasoning inside. Right? I like the uh, oh, they're uh, they have like ten flavors, but my favorite is their garlic. Okay. So High Mountain seasoning, garlic, just a little bit, cream cheese, and jalapenos. I like to get the seeds out of the jalapenos and cut the jalapenos into rings. Right. So just a good Good thick – I mean, if it, if you're using like a 10-inch long chunk of, say, elf backstrap, you're going to use a whole package of cream cheese and about four or five big jalapenos. Now, you're going to get some bacon and some uh, toothpicks. Close that uh, backstrap back up into a log shape and wrap the outside with bacon and toothpick it closed. So you're going to hold it closed with the bacon, right? Okay. Put that on the barbecue – preferably a smoker like a Traeger or a Green Mountain Grill, or right? And you're going to cook that until the cream cheese starts to ooze out of the middle. I mean, you don't want to overcook it. You're not going to cook it high, something like 250, 275 for 90 minutes, right? Okay. And you you just want to just smoke it till it gets some bark and the cream cheese starts to bubble out. I also like to take a little bit of uh, asparagus and wrap it in the same bacon. And put it on the grill right next to it. Sprinkle the same high mountain seasoning over it. While you're waiting for those two to be done, you go eat the smoked salmon. And then you slice that log of meat into about half-inch, you know, cookies, basically. Yeah. And serve it with the asparagus. That's all you need. Oh, man, that sounds delicious. It's, uh, It's to die for. It's heavenly.
2: Yeah, I got some salmon, and I have a salmon trip planned for Lake Michigan. I'm gonna try that recipe. Yeah, that sounds so simple; you can't mess it up. Now, when you do your uh, smoked salmon, do you do like a jerk flavor, or do you do just a kind of a mild smoke flavor? How do you uh, set that up?
3: So we're we're going to Alaska, and we'll be doing it on the podcast again. But we use a five gallon Rubbermaid tote, or I'm sorry, not a five a twenty five gallon Rubbermaid tote, and we'll mix up five gallons of apple juice and honey and white sugar with a little bit of salt right yeah. and i just i i i mean put all that sweet in there and mix it all together warm water and you're going to dissolve the sugar and the honey and it's a couple cups of honey and a couple cups of sugar just pull up an email recipe internet recipe of apple juice right and i just use canned apple juice warm water and then i can't really remember the amount of sugar but sugar honey apple juice And then I salt it to taste. And you want it to be sweet and salty. I actually taste the brine before I put anything in it, right? Okay. Then I'll put 10 or 15 salmon fillets in the Rubbermaid Tote. Then I'll pour the five gallons over top of it. And you want the liquid to be above the fish. So you could use one can of apple juice if you just have one salmon fillet, right? If you want to go to the store and buy a salmon fillet, you could put this in a gallon baggie and just mix one one can of apple juice up, some sugar, some honey make sure you dissolve the sugar and honey in the warm apple juice and then put in enough salt that it's salty to taste, but not over salty. Uh, let that brine overnight, at least 12 hours, and then, uh, go ahead and smoke it on your smoker. I like the sweeter, uh, wood. So apple, I try and get apple wood, but you could use, you know, I wouldn't use like a mesquite or a, I like the, the lighter flavored woods. Alder definitely is a good one, but you don't want the the mesquite or the hickory, you definitely I mean, no, you can, but it's it's kind of too heavy and it overpowers the fish. So I like an, an apple wood on an apple brine, but yeah, and just smoke it on the smoker for what I like to do is I put it in the smoker for about two hours, okay, on high smoke, and then I'll put it in the oven at one hundred seventy five degrees just to get it up to temperature in the middle. So I get the smoke flavor on the outside, but then I don't overdo it, and you just throw it in the oven on a pan on 175 degrees for uh an hour, 40 minutes, 90 minutes, somewhere in there, but I just I feel the to texture till it's firm. And then go ahead and uh wrap that in Saran wrap and vacuum seal it. Eat what portion you want, but definitely uh you want to Saran wrap it first and then vacuum seal it. And that stuff will thaw oh. out and taste just fine. Okay, so that's
2: interesting, Saran wrap it, then uh zip uh, for, uh put it in that uh vacuum sealer that's interesting so why do you use the why use saran wrap then is it something i about do that with the flavor? all my
3: meat okay. so our all our elk all our burger so when when you have two layers it's kind of like putting on a base layer and an over layer right yeah i get it i see the science behind it uh, i've had like that bison i i told you about we shot yeah i lost a package in the freezer it was four years old okay open it up no freezer burn ate it tastes just fine it's a lot more work it's a lot more expense, but saran wrap it first, and then vacuum seal it, and you'll never have freezer burn meat again. I like kinda that like tip. It's kind of like the idea of wrapping it and then butcher paper—you know, double butcher paper—but it's it's way better with saran wrap and vacuum seal.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna definitely do that for my for my next uh, wild game kill. Thank you for that tip. That's really actually really educational. Well, there we have it, folks. David. Just knocked us out of the park with some delicious recipes here. I'm I'm excited to try some because this is something that I can I have in my freezer that I can put together. So thank you for your time.
3: Enjoy and uh, make sure you put get some of that high mountain seasoning and try on there.
2: I will have to. I will have to pick some up. I just picked. I got some from uh 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 Gravick Ranch. It's a it's a it's part of their um that the, the Kins Kin, uh, Foundation. They partnered up and they made it a this this their own uh barbecue blends of it so it's like i'm gonna use that up then i'm gonna go to that because got a smoker i'm gonna be definitely taking advantage of that so i'll have to probably have to order that online because i don't think we have any vendors here in in wisconsin no
3: that that elk log backstrap roll will take you about 15 20 minutes to prep right Mm -hmm. prep your jalapenos you want your cream cheese somewhat warm because if it's right out of the freezer right out of the fridge it's hard to spread but you know and we're talking thick i mean half inch thick smear of cream cheese in there. And then I put the jalapenos, fold it back closed, kind of like a taco and roll it with the bacon and pin it closed. And then uh, cook it till basically the bacon's done and the cream cheese is oozing out. I promise you. And then slice it, not thin, not like paper, not like, you know, roast beef, but not inch thick steaks. You want it about half, maybe three quarter inch. And it's delicious.
2: That's awesome. I just, I just brined up some, uh, and smoked up some apple, wood uh benison uh loins this this past friday and they're on my youtube they're on my instagram where i actually do the uh, the speed frame for it so you watch me just, like clean all the backs all the the silver skin off and put it all together and brine it, it just it just it's nice and had nice little heat to it cooked uh, it was cooked per, smoked perfectly and the flavor was all the way through there was not a bad piece on there and 10
3: people loved it or nine people love it because that's my cooking so i'm gonna like it of course <laughs> well this recipe works best with antelope and i uh, i have cooked elk cow elk backstrap and antelope backstrap the exact same night the exact same way yeah and the uh antelope is the favorite to the elk
2: all right then well
3: thank you again i will get you
2: i'll let you get back to your day to day and you and i'll talk to you later yep thank you jeff you're
0: welcome